This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 509 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. On today's show, we're going to talk to 2018 recipient of USDF Member of Distinction Award, Marianne McPhail. Past guest Emily Gill comes back on to tell us about a German exchange program. And Charlotte Trentelman gives us a judge's tip. Scoffler Sandfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to Dressage Radio Show. Hi, Phil. Hi, Reese. How well, are you? I think today? all places are starting to warm up because Canada's starting to warm up and it's probably the last <laughs> one to do that. So we've got <laughs> sure. we've got some April showers happening. Nice. The weather is warming up. We're happy. Good. Looking forward to oh. real spring. Yes, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's I'm not going to lie. It's it's not been bad in Kentucky since we've been home. It there's been some showers, but you know, it's it's actually really really green and pretty and and the trees are starting to come out and yeah, so it's nice to be home and the horses all seem to be really happy and luckily I'm I have an indoor arena, so it, in some ways it's I don't you know, it doesn't bother me if it rains. We continue on, so yeah, it's really nice. And did you get any chance to watch the World Cup this weekend? I did not. I was kind of running around doing doing stuff. <laughs> Me too. Me yeah. too. I, I, I also did not get to watch it, but I have heard and I've, I've seen a little snippets here and there on Facebook, but the U.S. team did a phenomenal job. Isabel Verrett won and Laura Graves was second. And so that was really, really exciting. And I know there you can go back and, and find the links on FEI TV to watch them. And, and I would highly encourage because the World Cup's a really fun event to watch. Guess what, Reese? Yes, sir. 2020, Las I know. Vegas. Nevada. I know, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Phil and I are already booking our tickets. We, yeah. um, our spouses, and and we went, and so I am definitely ready to go in 2020. We had a blast. So book fun. your tickets and get ready. It's really a fun event to go to in in Las Vegas. It was fun in Omaha too. Omaha we had a great time. Great. Yeah, it's it's not often you get to like all the Europeans come over to uh, North America to ride and show us their stuff so take advantage whenever you can yeah and it's fun because it's 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 15 horses i think max right it's um, sort of dressage light yes it's dressage Wag, light Wag was dressage heavy yes was maybe you know the husbands might my sweet might husband not. did not go with us he's like no. uh-huh nope i'm out <laughs> but vegas <laughs> vegas but yeah and you get an afternoon of dressage rather than three or four yeah. five full days yeah, my husband is definitely in for Vegas. I can tell you that right now. So lots of fun. He even came with us and really had a good time. So yeah, so I love it. A little little looking forward to next year. And Phil, we've got a great show today, don't we? Yeah, we've got some fun stuff coming on. If anybody remembers a young rider, Emily Gill, came on to talk to us. And then we had a short discussion. She was telling us about her doing a rider exchange in Germany thing. So we actually asked her to come back on to tell everybody all about it because it's such a cool program run through the Hanoverian Society, I believe. So she's going to come on right ahead here and tell us all about it. 
Well, everyone, we are really excited. We asked Emily Gill to come back on and speak about her experience as an auction rider in Germany. Emily, welcome back to the program. Hello, guys. How are you? <laughs> we are great <laughs> again. Good. So we we were chatting actually off air, and we stopped chatting, and we wanted to get it on air. Tell us a little bit about when you worked as an auction rider in Germany, because we've never talked about this. This is pretty cool. Yeah, so I worked for the Hanover River Bond in last year from September to November. So I was over there for about three months. And yeah, what a cool experience that was. I rode a bunch of horses, young horses. You know, we got to see the elite auction in October. Um, I was also able to ride in the November auction, which is an experience I'll definitely never forget. That was so electric. So it was a really great experience. And also they let us go through like a breeding seminar, I guess you could say, where we visited breeding farms and learned a lot about bloodlines. So that was very educational and they really, really treated us well over there. Great. So tell us just, just where is the auction? Where did you live? How to give us just the basics on, on how you well, made that Well, first happen. of all, how did you apply? Where, yeah, how, how did you did find you out about this opportunity? Yeah. That's that's what we, okay. we were both so, wondering. Yeah, we're both like, how'd you figure this out? Yeah, I found out about, it's called a Rider Exchange Program. And I found out about it on the Hanoverian uh, website. Uh, it's just an application. And I believe you sent in a video. And yeah, they select you to come over to ride the horses. And, you know, Daniel, who was like our boss, who's almost too good to us, he came and picked me up from the airport and I lived above the barn. And um, we had two barns, so it's in Fairden, Germany. And we lived above the barn. We mostly worked and kept the horses. And then we go across the street where it's more where we have the auctions and the presentations and we have shows over there and where the Hanoverian offices are. So where all the books are kept and things like that and the vet's office and things. And yeah, and of course, you know, we know from being in a barn that every day is different and whether we had an event, so we were like grooming and braiding or, you know, we had a bunch of auction horses over that we had to, um, you know, if it would be after the auction, so we had to exercise them and always be riding them. But yeah, it was definitely um, something to go on all the time. And it was so fun being in Europe because, you know, we like lived at the barn and then we walked down the street and had a beautiful tax store, which was very dangerous being that close. <laughs> and then, you know, you could go, you know, downtown to eat. And yeah, Ferdinand's a really, really nice, safe town. So it was, it was really fun. So Emily, tell us a little bit, you know, you were saying that every day was a little bit different, but tell us what you learned while you were there, a little bit about the auction yes. and maybe a little bit about presenting mm-hmm. horses. How did that work? I learned so much about presenting the horses I mean getting these horses to look their best all the time it was it's something to definitely keep in your mind you know and selling horses and you know how you can make just any horse look their best all the time you know and regardless of what kind of horse it is you know you can make it look like a million bucks and so that was really cool you know you just see maybe just an average bay horse and we braid it and you put a rider on it that can make it move and boom you know looks fantastic and it just that part was just really really cool of the just like I say like the presentation of it just and it like I said in the beginning about the feeling was just electric in the arena you know the horses they're just feeling their best and everybody looks amazing and <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty cool so and like watching the two-year-old stallions go I think while I was there the top two-year-old stallion was like five hundred thousand dollars so it can be like a huge range of like twelve thousand dollar horses and then like five hundred thousand dollar horses so it's just and then the, the crowd just gets like crazy you know <laughs> but yeah it's, 
it was cool. Yeah, the presentation was super. Yeah, I would definitely remember that forever. All right. So, so what sort of advice would you give to anyone who would uh, want to apply for this program, you know, and actually do what you did? What, what, what would be some information for, for, pe- for people? I would say definitely go for it. You know, it's, you can only learn from this experience. And, you know, if you're willing to work and learn a little German, you'll be perfect. And I think it's just a great experience to, you know, be cultural and see a different, you know, area of horses. And, um, yeah, I think definitely go for it. I think it'll only make you better. Fantastic. Well, Emily, tell us your website again, because you are now a USTF certified instructor and starting your business. Yes, my website is emilysequestrianenterprises.com, and I'm located in Louisville, Ohio. Fantastic. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Right after this commercial break from Kentucky Performance Products, we have the 2018 Member of Distinction from USDF, Marianne McPhail. The sun is just peeking above the tree line as you walk into the barn. You grab your horse's halter off the hook and head out to the field. The dew shimmers in the sun as you walk across the damp grass. You call his name and his head comes up as he walks toward you looking for the apple in your pocket. You take your time grooming, enjoying the peace and quiet in the empty barn. A refreshing breeze greets you as you start down the tree-lined path. Your horse ambles along on a loose rein as you both enjoy a relaxing ride. The feeling you get on an early morning hack is why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Microphase. Fill the nutritional gaps in your horse's diet. Microphase vitamin and mineral supplement is a low-calorie way to provide your horse with the vitamins and minerals missing from their diet. The horse that matters to you matters to us. Well, this evening, we are so happy to have a very a mentor of mine and the USDF 2018 Member of Distinction, Marianne McPhail, on the show. Welcome, Marianne. Thank you so much, and thank you for inviting me. We are so happy to have you. And can you start to just tell us your history a little bit with dressage and, and USDF? Well, along the years, I've been a rider, a horse owner, a licensed official, a show organizer, and I guess you'd call a philanthropist. I've earned my USDF gold, silver, and bronze medals and competed through Grand Prix. I have started way back as a kid riding and very informally. And then um, after I married and had children, got a little more into it as we were, we had a partnership and a in a nursery school, and we decided it would be fun to have horses there, and we got into that and uh, and started teaching the children to ride, and I I rode then. I I did fox hunting in Metamora. I started with dressage uh, with Chuck and Carol Grant back in Michigan. Really, and, uh, I didn't know yeah. that. Fantastic. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, they were wonderful, and and then I rode with Fi Hopkins as well. Wow! And and had several horses through the years, and and back then we pretty much rode 
either they came off the track or they were mm-hmm. they were hunters that didn't make it or whatever we could get we rode and 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 did the best we could so um that's how most of us started i started showing at bloomfield open hunt in michigan they used to have big shows there mm-hmm. and that's where i really began dressage because they brought over a man from from england who kind of introduced the fox hunters who were there in the winter after it got too bad to fox hunt and he taught us dressage and and then after that i went on to chuck and carol and began to specialize a little bit wow that's fantastic now tell us where the show management came in because you're very well known for a wonderful show that you managed and ran well (laughs) well, we uh we got into that it it had started in uh with um Gisla and Hovalt Fertikamper, and it it grew too big, and they couldn't continue to have it there at their place, so it kind of was petering out, and we were lucky, I guess you might call it that, mm-hmm. <laughs> enough to to take it over. We really didn't know much about show management. We just wanted the show to keep going on, mm-hmm. and we had a place where we could do it. We had we had bought property in equestrian estates and we had a place that we could make a showground had nothing on it at the time to to we had no arena no anything and so we had to we started in a trailer and uh mm-hmm. i think we maybe had one ring in the beginning and and it grew every year and uh it it grew into the palm beach derby that we all know today and we had a wonderful time with it. We had wonderful competitors. We had great judges, and we we had wonderful judges that came over from Europe, and all of our our good American judges, and wonderful vendors. And we just enjoyed doing it. It was a it was a fun show to put on, and we really enjoyed doing it. It still continues to this day. Um, I still have the license for it. But it has moved over um, to Global in Wellington, and and they take care of the day-to-day management now. So I just get to go and enjoy it and watch the show, and and it's ideal. Yes. Oh, and I mean, I grew up, that was the show when I was younger and a young rider, mm-hmm. and I was able to compete there, and it was just, it, this was way before Global and, and all of that, and probably wasn't even, maybe it was thought of, but it certainly wasn't happening, and it really was an amazing time to go out there, and I remember it just was was the show, and it, it was fantastic. Well, thank you. Well, well we enjoyed doing it, and mm-hmm. and we tried to make it so that you know the competitors would like coming there, and that the judges would enjoy it, and 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 make it almost I don't know a family kind of thing where everybody had a good time, and and that's a little different um, than it is today, but at that time it worked beautifully. And, it was, um, yeah, and we we also had the beginning of of Mary Ross's the thing that she puts on for cancer. The first oh, three, yeah, the first really? three years. That, the Challenge yeah, of the, Americas. Yeah, I the did. first three years that she had that it was put on at um, at the Derby, and we had it at at the lunchtime on Sunday, and wow. then it it grew so big 
that she needed more time and and more space and and we just didn't have it because we had to put the show on and we you know we were always crowded with entries and didn't have time to to give to her but it was that's where it all began and so that was pretty exciting too wow well, Marianne, you've been a wonderful sponsor for some horses and riders over the years. What what inspired you to do that? And and tell us a little bit about what you get out of supporting supporting dressage in that way. Well, the original <laughs> horse that we had was the horse Electron, and that was interesting because I bought that horse for my daughter. And the two of us brought it along best we could till we got to about pre-St. George, and then we were over our heads. And I had worked with Robert with another horse we owned that I had asked him to sell, and that horse was Balzertag. And that one was the first horse that went to, to he went to the original WEG, which was in in 1990 in Stockholm, and then Valsertek went to that. And and then after that, when Melinda and I got to the end of our being able to work with, with Electron and bring him along, I asked um, Robert to help us. And, um, and he just did wonderful things with the horse, brought him along so quickly. And in the first year of his Grand Prix, he made the team. Now, of course, that would never happen in this day and age, but it was wonderful then. And um, and it, this was certainly nothing we ever dreamed of. I mean, it was just a wonderful bonus. And we got we got to go to Barcelona and and see our horse, and our team won the bronze medal there. And it, it was really exciting. I mean, we would never have believed that we would be involved in that kind of thing. It just was one of those things that kind of just kept going and just kept getting better and better. So that was a wonderful experience. Oh, that's fantastic. um, You've had more too, haven't you? (laughs) That's not your only only one. (laughs) Well, today I I sponsor Olivia Lagoy-Welts and and that was interesting too. I saw Olivia originally at one of our trainers conferences. She was at the USDF trainers conference, and I don't remember which year, but I saw her there. And I thought, oh, what a wonderful horse! I really like that. And then I saw her that again that same year at, at the shows, and I thought, oh, that's that's really nice. I wonder if she would be interested in any kind of sponsorship. So I looked into it, and and the two of us got together, and we said, well, she was interested, and I was interested, and we said, well, we really need to know each other. We, I mean, you know, I, I didn't know what kind of trainer she was, and she didn't know what, how, what I was like, and so we decided we would sort of, quote, get engaged before we got married. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good idea. That's actually for sponsorship. Yeah. We did. We went along for a while and, <laughs> and the more we got to know each other, the better we liked each other. And it has just worked beautifully. We you know, I'm still sponsoring her and it's been a wonderful relationship. She's done so well with the horse. He was he was pre Saint George when I first saw him and she's brought him along and she showed him 
two years now, two summers in Europe, and uh, so it's been very exciting. I've enjoyed it so much. That it's, is, uh, that is a excellent. Wonderful, a wonderful yeah. thing to do. It's, we love, we love Olivia. She comes yeah, on our show, and uh, so yeah, we, she's a we friend, love it. and, and yeah, she's, she's a great trainer. A, she's just wonderful, and you know, I I love the way she works with horses. I love the way she cares for her horses, and it's. It's just been an excellent relationship, so I couldn't be happier. Oh, fantastic. Well, Marianne, thank you so much for your time this evening. And, and I know everyone can see why you're such an asset to our sport and why you were the 2018 member of Distinction. You deserve it every every step of the way, and, and it's been so fun to get to know you. And we thank you so much for what you still do for the sport, the trainers' conferences at your farm. And we were just there for the instructor certification. So uh-huh. it's just wonderful. And, well, and we I can't... have to tell you, I really enjoy having the USDF events because they are so well organized, and they come and they just go off without a hitch. It's it's wonderful to have them there i've had other things that haven't quite been like that and so it really makes you appreciate when kathy comes and she just has everything under control and it all goes off so beautifully so it's it's always a pleasure to have the to have usdf at our farm oh it's fantastic well marianne thank you so much for your time and i look forward to seeing you next season in florida Super, Reese. Very good. Thank you. Well, Phil, we are not lying about these stability stirrups, are we? We really, really like these things. They are fantastic. I think, uh, you know, everybody uh, has asked me about them and are giving them a try. You know, I let people try them because I got a pair really early. Justin was so nice to send us his new product really early. So people are test riding these things and I haven't got negative feedback from anyone who's tried them or bought them or you know so i think uh, as always uh, justin really stands behind his products a lot of thought and a lot of uh, planning and testing goes into these products and i mean he doesn't start selling them until he knows that they're right so i think that we have to thank justin for that everybody should check out these stirrups at least look on the on the website and they have a money back guarantee so um you know get them you you don't like them for whatever reason you can send them right back and you yeah. and you you get a refund, so that that's great. But you will like them. They will st- they <laughs> will stabilize your leg. I can tell you that for from uh, personal experience. So we hope you enjoy um, the stirrups. And as always, Justin at Total Saddle Fit will answer all your questions. So we've got a great Total Saddle Fit tip of the week with Charlotte Trendleman. We gave some judge love to her, and, and I hope you enjoy her tip. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, we are so excited for our Total yep. Saddle Fit tip of the week. We have Charlotte Trendleman. She stayed on. She is an S judge, and she's actually going to give us a judge's tip of the week. Charlotte, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Well, you have a um, fantastic tip for us. What, what, you, what you got for us this week? Well, something I've been noticing when I'm judging, and I think judges may have actually brought this on. Uh, what they do is when they're judging a lateral movement, say a shoulder in or a half pass, 
it's always, you know, the criticism is, you know, too much angle, too much bend, neck bending, you know, we're trying to explain what we see and not really always tell you what we really need to see. And here's the problem because so many trainers have been saying, Oh, it's too much bend. You don't have to have so much bend that all of a sudden we're seeing a lot of horses and riders with no bend at all, especially in the half pass. And if there's no bend, you really can't give a good score at all. You know, you really have to have some bend in there. It's and like the pendulum has swung too oh, far the yeah, other way. Yeah, right. Everybody panicked. <laughs> the wrong way. Yeah. And uh, I, I've even seen people on upper level horses doing half passes that normally the rest of the test was fine, but they're leg yielding. Right. And that really gets a low score. So please <laughs> keep some of the bend in there. Be sure to remember to rebalance your horse and keep the engagement and the weight over the hock so that there's a little bit more uh, uphill balance so to speak. But most of all, remember, there has to be some bend. Right. And so what's the biggest offense? Is it, is it shoulder in? Is it half pass? What is the biggest offense overall? Mainly the problems that I see are in half pass and it can be in almost any different level. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Any level. So yeah. more bend in the well, half I mean, pass. Yeah, mm -hmm. that half pass starts mm -hmm. in the, in the third level and goes to Grand Prix more or less. Right. So that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be so at all it is levels. sort of a surprise. Yeah, but that is you surprising. sit there and you watch. Yeah, it makes for a very interesting panel judging situation because the judge at C sees this, well, and the judge on go. the side does not. And so very often you get a, a horse that's a panel splitter because they're the judge on the side is looking at the horse's uh, connection, its rhythm the basics, so to speak, and say, well, this is okay. And the judge in the front is going, well, no, this is not okay because you don't have your position correct. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just a great tip in general. Sometimes when you have a panel judge, the judges are seeing far different things depending on where they're seated. So sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, my score was so off. And then you really need to look at your scores, put them side by side and look at them and see why why they are, what is one judge seeing versus the other. And a lot of it depends yeah, think, on think seated. about perspective when you're going over the test, not like, Oh, this judge is mean and this judge is nice. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. This judge yeah. hates me. That's <laughs> easy to say. Right. But uh, I mean, if you, if you really want to think about it and you, you can, you can uh, think right. about perspective and then improve your scores for next time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. From Sorry, I was just going to say, yeah, I was just going to say yeah. it comes back to sort of training the movements. You know, what I like to do with my students is make sure that they can add more bend or less bend, that they have control of each movement and not each movement being just sort of ridden by formula. You know, the point yeah. is to, to make trainable horses and rideable horses and, and being able to adjust the bend and shoulder in, travers, half house, all the, all these nice lateral movements that we've been talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That absolutely. So we'd like to see the bend retained, but maybe <laughs> not exaggerated. <laughs> well, that's a that's, that's a, a fantastic tip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a They're fantastic. Always just the basics. Yeah. Okay. Well, Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on the show. If our listeners have any questions, how can they get in, in touch with you online? Uh, Rebel Ridge at AOL dot com. Fantastic. Well, we will have more bend. I will make sure mom bending in the half pass when I see you sometime this year. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I look forward to that. <laughs> Talk to you soon.
Right. Thanks. Well, as always, we love email and Facebook shout outs. Keep them coming because we really enjoy that. And it, it helps us with programming and what you guys want. And we like to do that. And as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com. And my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is on Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Keep your heels down and your shoulders back and we'll talk to you next week. 